Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to listen in wherever you're at and hear the Word of God and the truth preached. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and this week we're airing a message entitled Repentance. If you would like to hear this message again or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Do you know why, why sin is just leeching into our culture and every nook and crack, a crack and crevice and, and weaving itself within the warp and woof and fabric of our society? It's because we don't have enough of what you just looked at there in verse 11. Against sin, starting with our own sin, indignation, fear, Vehement desire, zeal, revenge. And so things have gotten so muddled that now I was watching something the other day. And this transgender stuff gets so confusing sometimes, I get lost on the trail. It it was this boy that was becoming a girl that was wrestling as a girl. Or was it a girl that was becoming a boy that was wrestling it a girl as a girl? And the feminists were split and some were against it and some were for it. But the big question now was would he be wrestling as a boy or a girl depending on if she was a he or he was a she next year? And I said to my wife, I said, did you get that? How did we get to that point? There's no more indignation. There's no more fear. There's no more vehement desire. There's no more zeal. There's no more revenge. It's just, to use the expression, it's all good. Why get all upset? Uh, It's not my problem. And folks, it may be like that out in the world. But it shouldn't be like that with us. I... You know, I've often said David didn't have a lot of faults, but he made the most of the ones he had. <laughs> but I'll say this about David. You read Psalm 51. He had what I call a hair trigger repentance mechanism. I mean, when Nathan's, the prophet Nathan said, thou art the man. He didn't argue with him. He knew. And he repented. There was sorrow there. I think of Peter's tears of sorrow and of repentance when he denied the Lord and the Lord looked at him. That's all it took was a look. Jesus didn't have to say anything else, just a look. And the Bible says Peter went out and wept what? Bitterly. Bitterly. In contrast, we read in Hebrews chapter 12 that that Esau, Esau, he, he, he sought for repentance with tears, but he couldn't find it. And, and when you look at that, you scratch your head a little bit and say, well, what, was God being hard with them? But you go back to the Old Testament. You, you go back to the book of Genesis, and, and, you, and, and he's crying, give me a blessing, give me a blessing, give me a blessing. I want, I want. And there wasn't any sorrow there. I had sold my birthright are you ready for this, guys? For a bowl of chili. 
That's about what it amounted to. You would have think he would have he would have thought more of his convoluted priorities. My God, what have I done? But his tears were in fact crocodile tears. What we often associate with jailhouse religion. And then lastly it involves it involves the will. It it involves the will. Uh, take your Bibles and go to Luke chapter 15. It involves the mind, it involves the emotions. Folks, don't spend all your emotions on Hallmark movies. Ladies, I hope you have a few tears left for the house of God. Or, or guys, when your team loses, I mean, the worst thing happens, they get to that championship game. Brother Aldridge was giving me a hard time. Where, where are you, bro? I'm going to tell on you here. Where is he at? He's hiding. Oh, there you are. <laughs> a couple of years, his hockey team he likes, the St. Louis Blues, you know, they were going deep into the playoffs. And being a good friend like he was, he just wanted to call me and remind me that my team didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> it's always good to have a good friend around somewhere. And I said, yeah. I said, that's great. I said, now you can get emotionally involved. And they'll drag you further and further into the little pigeonhole there. And then when they lose, you can feel bad. I won't feel bad. Because my team didn't even get there. <laughs> but you know what? We can spend our emotion on things like that, can't we? And other things. Do we have any left for the things of God? It involves a will. Look at Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15. And you got to give this young man credit. I mean, man, when he messed up, he messed up royal. But when he decided to get right with God... Uh, he didn't fool around. Luke chapter 15 and uh, verse 17. The Bible says, and when he came to himself, when he came to himself, you know, when we get backslidden, we're not ourselves. We get backslidden, we're not ourselves anymore. But he came to himself and and said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. Man, it's a far cry from when he left the father's house. When he left the father's house, he had all of his needs, all the necessities of life. But he wanted more and more and more dessert. He, he developed what I call a sweet tooth. You know what most of our problems are here today? Not all of them. Don't misunderstand. But most of our problems as Americans are American problems. So what do you mean by that? Man, I'm a little late. The traffic was a mess. Who lost the remote? That restaurant shut down. 
Now where are we going to eat? You know, for most of us, uh, that business of having food and raiment, let us there with be content. We forget that sometimes. And somehow or another, we get it messed up in our heads that, that God owes us not just the bread and butter, if you will, the meat and potatoes and the vegetables, but, but uh, not, and not just dessert, but we want the dessert bar all the time with 60 choices. And that's how the, that's how the prodigal son had gotten. He had it all. And he just wanted more and more, and that appetite, that sweet tooth couldn't be satisfied. So he went out into the world, and he squandered it all, and then pretty soon the basics started looking pretty good. And he says here, he says here, man, my, the hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. He, he had changed his mind. He had, he had expressed sorrow, and he will express more sorrow uh, as we go here. But he says, I will go to my father. There's the will. He gets up and does something about it and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Notice, I've sinned against heaven and before thee. Unlike Esau, who was just, give me a blessing, give me a blessing. He realized he sinned. He first of all he sinned against uh, God and, and 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 then against his father. And, and watch this one now. And am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. That's a sure sign of repentance. He asks no quarter. Now his dad had other ideas. Amen. And his dad gave him the kiss of forgiveness. And the clasp of affection, the robe of adornment, the shoes of protection, the ring of honor, and the feast of provision, the words of appreciation, and the joy of gladness. But that's not what he was asking for. He said, let me just be one of the hired servants. You know what that is? That's repentance, folks. That's repentance. Well, Lord, I, I'll, all right, I'll consider getting right with that thing if my wife gets right about the thing that she needs to get right about. I'll go forward and someone else goes forward. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Repentance by Pastor Rick Michael. Repentance is critical and important. Without repentance, there is no salvation, and repentance is connected with becoming saved. Repentance qualifies us for a pardon, but it does not entitle us to a pardon. It is faith in the finished work of Christ that entitles us to that pardon to be saved. If you are listening here today and you are not saved or unsure about your salvation, and you want to be with Christ up in heaven one day and experience the magnificence of God himself, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church at 208-888-4545. That's 208-888-4545. And someone on the other hand will be glad to help you and walk you through the plan of salvation.
As mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information. We also invite you to join our live streams on Facebook and YouTube for weekly encouraging messages. And if you just so happen to be in the area, we have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45, a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m., and our midweek service on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Our services have nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college age groups. Thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth, a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And may God bless you in the coming weeks and days ahead.